this is Ben Friedman here from Ben and Brand's See a Movie, and I just wanted to give you guys an update about today's show, which is in regards to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. First, thank you for checking this episode out. I hope you do enjoy it. Please note that there's just been some issues that I've had while trying to launch the video podcast form, and one of those was that StreamYards is just, it's a learning curve for me. So I've had some issues doing that, uh, and that means some inconsistency in audio. I don't know exactly what happened. The audio, when we did the test, sounded great. It wasn't going to be an issue. It it all worked out. And then when uh, we did the final recording, it just it had this weird echo to it that I've been trying to fix for a few days in post-production and I was able to reduce the echo a little bit so it's much more uh, pleasing to listen to, but it's still a little rough. So I do apologize for that. Uh, as the weeks go on, it should get fixed. And I have some ways that I'm going to implement to at least ensure that I always have a good audio file ready to go in case this ever does happen again. So again, apologies to uh, everyone listening who just has to put up with this audio, it is what it is, and hope you enjoy this episode of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Hello, my name is Ben Friedman here from Ben Brancy and Movie, and you know, here on this channel, we support women's rights. But most importantly, we do support women's wrongs. I really love being called someone's mom. That's like a thing I didn't know about, but I'm called it a lot. I don't know at what point this started happening. I'd love for someone to teach me the evolution. Welcome to the show. All right, my name is Ben Friedman here from the show, uh, Ben Brancy and Movie. We're talking about the Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Springs is still up. We'll be back soon enough. We'll have updates on that in the next few weeks. Uh, I have been talking to him. We are working on something. But yes, in the meantime, I wanted to do the show as normal. I also wanted to do my spoiler review of Doctor Strange. I decided. Why not just hold the shoe? So we're going to do the episode of the podcast and technically uh, review of uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So this counts as my spoiler review, so I'm double dipping a little bit. But I just, I didn't want to do this alone because that's really boring for an hour. Uh, so I decided to bring on my friend, uh, Tony Monty, to join me today on the show. And Tony, welcome on. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm uh, excited. First time doing this intro, I'm sure. First time there is no edits. <laughs> First take, uh, yeah. yeah. Right that was perfectly on first take. Yeah. Did not accidentally mute me again, no, uh, like we did last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony, you're a Marvel guy. Yes, you're a movie guy. Yes. I just want to hear, like, first, like, what's your earliest memory, like, watching movies? Oh, gosh. I think I'd have to... We would have, uh, like, family nights every Sunday night, every sometimes during the week. And I think my earliest recollection of watching movies was, like, the Hidalgo movie. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Mm. It was, um, it had the actor that played Aegon in Lord of the Rings. Is um, that a, can't remember his name. he's the king, right? Yeah, yeah, the king. Yeah. Uh, Ego Mortis. Yes, no, like yes, yes, something like that. Um, it was a really good movie, and I remember, like, at the very end, I was super young, so I, like, cried to it, and I was, like, I remember, like, it's such a good movie. Is it Aaron? No. Oh, it's, like, a, it's, like, a horse racing movie. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do have, like, big, like recognition yeah. yeah. it, it was really good like like the whole all the horse scenes and all that stuff was just really cool um i think that's the earliest like movie that i like recollection yeah. yeah um and i know me and my sister like every saturday would watch um like movies and cartoons all day mm -hmm. long so 
Um, definitely just got into movies real quick. My dad was really big into movies, so um, I just started watching them. And then I remember seeing Iron Man 1 in theaters. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, I did. Yeah, I, I literally, I, I mean, I was like, my dad was like, wow, this looks really cool. It's got Robert Downey Jr. I'm like, all right, let's go see it. And I, I saw it in theaters. Don't really remember it, but the one I do remember, the earliest Marvel movie I remember watching in theaters was Iron Man 3. So I think yeah, I saw all well. three, but I don't remember the first two because I was still too young. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I remember I remember watching Iron Man three, and I kept I keep all my ticket stubs. So do I. Yeah. So I have all of them. Yeah, I have all of them from Marvel, but I also have all of them from like the movies that I really liked too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I have the Iron Man three one from like I don't even remember what year it came 2013. out. Twenty thirteen. I have. I wonder if I still have that movie stuff because yeah. I saw it at Greenback. Yeah, I think I saw it in Florida. Yeah, yeah, I like. I'm, the first one I remember seeing in theater for MCU was Avengers. I remember clearly going to the theater. Yeah, yeah. I'm a few years older than you, so I'm a yeah. little older when that first Avengers movie comes out. So I like yeah. remember seeing that. And I think since then, I've basically seen everyone in theater. Minus, mm-hmm. I know I didn't see Thor The Dark World in theater. Okay. And I did not see Black Widow in theater. Everything yeah, else, I yeah, didn't see. Yeah, I definitely I saw that on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm just like COVID, all that. Just yeah. didn't also just didn't want to come to see the movie. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. With that all said, like, uh, do you watch movies a ton? Like, still, like, do you go out pretty regularly oh, to yeah. the theaters to see? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I go all the time. Um, I got the movie club membership for Cinemark, so I yeah, I have it too. Yeah, I go all the time. I get saved me money. Um, but yeah, I I watch movies all the time. I watch TV shows all the time. Um, I literally, I, I still have to go see The Northman. I know I saw oh, it. Yeah, I saw your review on it with Chris, and I was like, I need to go see it. That movie was awesome. Because um, I just finished watching the show Vikings, and that's such a mm. good show. And it's literally like the same thing. You know, yeah. Vikings show, Vikings movie. So, um, yeah, I just want, I, I need to go see that. But what's, your, what's your favorite movie so far this year? Because I have a few that I'm like, gosh. I've been, I've been pretty surprised this year where I'm like, we're getting a lot yeah. of good ones really early on. I say not all of that is Morbius. No, sure. <laughs> um, gosh, um, it's Morbius. Morbius. <laughs> oh my god! Did you see that one? Yeah, yeah. I did too. I, dude, I saw that Thursday. Yeah, exactly. we talked about that. I remember. Yeah, like when we first met, we were talking like, yeah, I saw Morbius. I saw Morbius this weekend. It was uh, not so good. <laughs> yeah, dude, when he appears in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, yeah. he's yeah. like, "I'm going to suck your blood." Gosh, I I gotta remember like what movies come out this year and what came out in December because December is a giant movie month. Yeah, like they always come out during Christmas. But oh gosh, what's your like top movie of the year? So my favorite movie of the year right now is a movie called The Fallout, which came out on HBO Max. Okay, it's just like a dramatic one about a school shooting. I reviewed it on this channel. That's definitely been my favorite. I think second right now. I think I have the Batman. I think it's my number two yeah, right that's, now. That's, that's and then I think I have everything everywhere all at once. It's my number yeah. three right now. I'd have to put Batman top three, definitely. Yeah, I was so impressed yeah. with that movie. Yeah, that was such a good movie. Yeah. I, so I think that's where my... I think that's my three right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got to say, like, Batman was definitely top three. Um, shows, too. Like, I know Disney, Disney Plus doing shows and stuff, too. Those are... Because you finished Moon Knight, right? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Fire. So good. Yeah, I um, finished Moon Knight Saturday. Yeah, it, that's like one thing I finished it too. Um, but oh my gosh, that was, it was such a good show. And then just 
Yeah, I mean, we have Miss Marvel in June. June. Things like June 12th or something. Yeah. Which I'm just like, I feel like I'm one of the few like really excited for that one. Yeah, yeah. Like, I actually, did you play the Avengers game? Um, I didn't, but I've watched you play it. So okay, I mean, so you know the story. Like, yeah, 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 I like yeah. the story. I like yeah. the it. Yeah, it looks yeah. like it's great. Like at least like characterization looks like it's pretty it's, close it's one. Be a good one. So I'm, I'm definitely pretty excited. Yeah, I'm confident to change your life a little bit. Uh, yeah. With that all said, uh, we're gonna just. Jump into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Uh, in case you haven't realized it, and I mean, I spoiled the thing at the beginning of this intro, so hopefully you realize I'm talking a spoiler discussion of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Spoilers are for your game. I don't care. I'm spoiling the heck out of this movie, but just in case you need it, you're an audio listener, you didn't quite get that from the opening. We're talking Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Spoilers. So we're going to talk everything about that. And if you don't want this movie spoiled, pause it, come back after you see the movie. Otherwise, it's fair game. So with that all said, we're talking Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which I'll just kind of give a brief history of this movie real quick for those who don't know it. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness uh, it's the sequel to the 2016 film Doctor Strange, which is directed by or directed by Derrickson. Very well received movie. It produces Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch that appears in multiple MCU installments, including Thor Ragnarok, both the Avengers, uh, Infinity War, and Endgame. That most recently, No Way Home. It also continues on the storyline set up in the TV show WandaVision, the first real movie to continue the story that we've seen in the uh, TV show. So uh, what happens with Scarlet Witch in that show directly impacts it. I said in my uh, spoiler-free review last week, you need to see WandaVision to understand what's going on in this film. It's very simple. You do not understand this movie if you don't. But anyway, there was an issue with that. It just sounds like Scott Derrickson had a different version of this movie that he didn't quite agree with what they were going to do. So he stick around as producer. They hired Sam Raimi. If you don't know who Sam Raimi is, he directed the first three Spider-Man installments with Tobey Maguire. Uh, he comes back. Uh, and then this sets up a huge amount of online speculation. The guy who uh, directed Tobey Maguire is back on, and Tobey Maguire just appeared in Spider-Man No Way Home. Is there a connection? What's going on? All that stuff. So that came out. Then there was uh, just... There was all this news because originally Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, we don't know, was supposed to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home. They then decided to do Spider-Man No Way Home, push it earlier, Doctor Strange comes out later. All this. So this is all going on. And we start hearing rumors about this movie. Who's in this movie? And it becomes a speculation of who's going to be in this movie. And that kind of dominates the talk about it. We first see the first trailer for this movie. I'm sure you saw it, right? Spider-Man No Way at the very end. They give us a full two and a half minute trailer, which is like, I'm actually more fun with them. They do the trailer at the end of the movie, but we've never seen that not uh, just getting a 10 second piece. Uh, that strange trailer was just like, oh my God, this is happening. Um, so we, we're getting all that. We hear the Super Bowl trailer. We then hear the voice of Patrick Stewart as Charles Xavier draws even more speculation who's going to be in this movie 
movie debuts about a week and a half ago to the general critic audience, we start hearing things about it. Horror film, uh, Wanda steals the film, and that it's going to be a divisive film. Generally, I would say they've been pretty spot on. I would say this is a horror film, or at least horror vibes. I would say Elizabeth Olsen steals the show. And I would say this is so far supposedly just been a pretty divisive movie. I've had friends who've seen it who love it, had friends who liked it, I've had friends who full on hate this movie. So with that all said, that's just kind of frames our discussion come back to both of us. Tony. Yes. What was your anticipation mm-hmm. going into the multiverse of that? Oh gosh. I think the all the speculation about who's gonna be in this movie, like obviously you knew, you know. WandaVision or Wanda was going to be in it from the trailer and even all the speculations. But my uh, gosh, I mean, there were so many teases about, you know, um, the Fantastic Four appearing, uh, the X Men going, um, and even like people like that we didn't see in the movie, like Iron Man. And, um, yeah, gosh, who else? Um, I, have a, I have a list. Oh, you have a list of okay. every comprehensive, uh, what's it called? Uh, Spoiler! Oh, really? oh, I heard heard rumor. I'm going to share the screen real quick. Uh, thank you to the person on Reddit that was on a site called uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness Roundup of Leaks and Rumors. Oh, so they cite everything. So they cite like this is where that rumor stems from. I tried pulling the ones that actually have like uh, what's it called? I tried pulling the ones that essentially had like maybe more validity or had been reported on. Well, yeah. people were just talking about. So I yeah. wasn't doing the ones where it's like, this doesn't seem to carry any precedent. I did yeah. try focusing on the ones where it's like, all right, this made headlines with yeah. some reputable sources or maybe not so reputable sources, but it got spread around onward. Some of them, they were right. I have to give credit to like this kind of random wire. They nailed it. They said Black Bolt is in the movie. That's crazy. That's they crazy. they said Reed Richards, they had heard rumors that John Krasinski had been cast and would yeah. be in the film. They nailed it in some senses. Yeah. Other places uh, start going a little haywire. I'll I'll read them from I'm gonna say least crazy to most crazy. So there's some ones that I think people might have been expecting. Mm-hmm. Loki makes sense. I mean, it did where the show ends. Yeah. So Loki makes sense. Uh, we had heard Toby McGuire. Mm-hmm. I all I had heard Toby McGuire yeah, was in this movie. Uh, so. Kind of makes sense with the Raimi connection. It seems a yep. little weird, but you, there's a future for that. Yep. Definitely when they start teasing the Illuminati. I know he's not originally a member, but you're just like, okay, he could be in this. Agatha Harkness makes sense because, again, the connection to WandaVision. Character could easily appear. Evan Peters is uh, Quicksilver. Again, yeah. expo- expo- and explanatory. Uh, we have some, we start going a little bit crazier, so I'll just start reading off some of the ones that are listed here on, again, this subreddit, which I'll kind of scroll down as I'm talking. Tom Cruise as Superior Tony Stark. Did you hear that one? I definitely heard that one. Uh, I never believed it for a second, to be honest. I was like, there's no way Tom Cruise is okay not promoting this movie. Yeah, Like, this is not a, I'm going to cameo in this movie as a character I was supposed to play, because I don't know if you know the history with him. Yeah, he didn't even see good. It was supposed to be Iron Man. Iron Man. That was what the studio yeah. wanted originally yeah. before yeah. they went Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, so fans are like, that was like one that I heard. And even going into the movie, I'm like, 
I don't think this is possible. Yeah. But are we actually gonna see it? I you know, I yeah, not in this movie, but I, I wouldn't wouldn't be crazy to see it eventually. Yeah, I, the whole multiverse thing, you know. Yeah, I was just like, are we are we doing it? And here's some of the other ones that I have heard. Uh Deadpool was one I have heard like crazy yeah, the weeks before and I'm just mm-hmm. like I mean that one starts getting a little bit more like I'm like, okay. This wouldn't be a surprise because we know Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. It's not yeah. like they're showing us who the actor is Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe a post credit. That's what I was thinking. Like, okay, if we see Deadpool, he's not in the movie, he's in the post credit scene. scene. Yeah. Like something like that. But he was one that I'm just like, maybe he'd be a curse. I still was kind of like, I don't know, I feel like Deadpool appearing like Marvel would want to make sure that's like clear. Like come see the movie because Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds movie. is gonna make some jokes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> This is where the list starts getting all over the place. Uh, the Eternals were at one point rumored. I don't know how the heck they fit into this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a weird one. But again, I heard it. I had heard the character Baldur the Brave, which sure. Uh, Hugh Jackman reprising the role as Logan was one. Yeah. I'm sure we all heard. Uh, really didn't believe it. I he was done with Logan, so yeah. I just didn't see him coming back. So yeah. that was the one I like never really gave validity to. Uh, I already mentioned Tobey Maguire. They were set. I somebody reported that he was going to. This movie was going to set up Spider-Man Four with Toby. Okay. Like the continuation to be Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> that's a lot, but yeah. sure. Yeah, right. Magneto was one. I yeah. will admit, full mission going yeah. into the movie watching the movie the fact that wanda is uh magneto's daughter yeah yeah i did kind of actually suspect that i'm like okay maybe they're in this movie yeah yeah so i i was that was the one where i'm like okay we're gonna actually get it uh let me share this picture that i thought this picture was really funny someone made a mock-up of uh, all the characters who are rumored to appear in it i'll continue it search search out get this out Share screen. Share screen. Sure. There we go. There we go. There's the mock up. Oops. Let me get that a little bigger. But yeah, so there were some other ones. Uh, <laughs> there were some crazy ones. Uh, this was one of my favorite Cyclops. Uh, James Marsden returning yeah. as Cyclops. Halle Berry returning as Storm. I'm nice. like, okay, so they're just really teasing the return of every... I was going to say, they want all the X-Men. All the X-Men, <laughs> all original X-Men. Eric Bana, the yeah. asshole, and Edward Norton. Oh, nice. So, I mean, just Hulkaverse. I think at this point, they just wanted, like, every, everyone to be in this movie. Yes. Uh, uh, I'll say I'm getting some of my favorite Mephisto, because whenever a Marvel project is teased, <laughs> Mephisto has to be the character. Uh, yep. We Everything. thought he was going to appear in a lot of visions. He did it. Yeah. Here was one. Okay, this one's a fine one. Okay. Nicholas Cage's Ghost Rider. That's a good one. I was on YouTube like the week before this movie came out. Right when like there was this huge leak on the Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, like yeah. spoilers. Like, yeah. And I had accidentally clicked something, and it was like the te- the headline was like ten hours ago. Wanda fights Ghost Rider. Oh, wow. And I'm like, no! I didn't want that story. <laughs> Dang it. I'm like, oh my god, we're actually going to get Nicholas yeah. Cage or like Ghost Rider in this movie. <laughs> Wait, what? So that was the one I was going, like, going into the movie. I'm like, oh my god, Nicholas Cage is going to be somewhere in this movie. This is crazy. <laughs> you would have had two movies in theaters and stuff. 
I know. I was just like, oh my god, good for him. But no, that was uh, ended up being fake. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, because nice. he was supposed to be. Marvel was trying to cast him as Doctor Strange for the original movie. Oh, I didn't know that. So they were they were talking about him coming back. So I'm like, okay, maybe. Uh, didn't particularly believe it, but I mean, could have happened. Here's a my favorite one. Here's legitimately my favorite one. Leonardo DiCaprio was nice. one that was reported on. Nice for for what? Spider-Man. Oh wow, I didn't. I knew he was reported, but I didn't know like for what. He was. The studio's first choice before Toby. Oh, so they were like, oh, maybe it'd be a fun run. That one I never believed. Yeah, I never know. believed. Yeah, that's a reach. I didn't, I've never heard the DiCaprio one. Yeah, DiCaprio yeah. was the one I had heard. Crazy. Uh, Ash Wing, which I don't know if you know who that I is. I don't know. That is Bruce Campbell's character from the Evil Dead franchise. Okay. It's, he then, Bruce Campbell then appears in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. He's the hot. He's the pizza vendor. Oh, so it's a punching himself. But yeah, so people were like, well, oh, maybe they're just, they were thinking Marvel zombies. Yeah, so yeah. I had seen this tweet that went out, maybe I'll uh, post it if I can find it again, Yeah, where they were like 50,000 retweets. Like, Isn't it crazy how Ash Williams could appear in Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, I got the Kurt Ken uh, joke. Yeah, yeah. Evil Dead, but I didn't think, no, I didn't think it was. Yeah. yeah uh, Wesley Snipes, Blade. Nice. Okay. Never believed it. I'm like, if yeah. we're seeing Blade, we're seeing Leonard Shaw Lee. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, this one was one where I'm just like, okay, what is this one? Because I didn't know what to make of this. Uh -huh. Ian Greffer, who okay. plays Mr. Fantastic in the oh, first, then, like the ones with uh, uh, Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. Seven. yeah. That was the other one where they were like, okay, we're not here in Krasinski. We're actually here in this. I actually like that. I like him too. I actually thought he was a really good Doctor I thought, Strange. I thought, you mean that that's Sorry, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought he was really good. He was just that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. I mean, he looked exactly like equally, yeah, uh, just fantastic. So those are all the rumors we had heard going yeah. into that. Yeah, which sets up this interesting thing because fan precedent, if you can't meet that, yeah, it yeah. would have been impossible. Literally impossible. Like, this was Avengers Endgame level, like, cast yeah. through, like, working on this. And there was just no way that they were going to meet that. And that made for an interesting precedent, as you said. And it was actually kind of brilliant that Marvel intentionally leaked some stuff to themselves, where they were like, I, I bet you anything someone wanted with Tom Cruise. I bet somebody asked somebody at Marvel. And they're like, oh, yeah. And then it's basically... Because their leaks were kind of came out. I, just, I found this article in February. It broke down basically most of the major parts yeah. of the plot. Yeah. Where it was just like, but then they had a bunch of stuff in there like, oh, like, I'm cruising me in there. Yeah. So it's like, oh, now it's like impossible to actually discern what's yeah. real and what's fake. So it's like, okay, you do have your leaks going out there. Might as well put a bunch of other crap in there just so no one knows exactly what this movie's going to be. And it's interesting because, like, you can think about it as, like, Top Gun Maverick comes out, mm -hmm. so Tom Cruise is starring in that. Mm -hmm. If you if you rumor Tom Cruise in a movie where his other movie is coming out like in the same time frame within the next at least six months, that gets that same popular name out there when he's already in another movie. So you're like, oh my god, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, and mm -hmm. like when Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage, like yeah, it's just you put, yeah, you put it in the zeitgeist, and if they appear all of a sudden in your box office, yeah, it's a much better holding the next week. It's like everyone did see it first weekend. Yeah, they're gonna see it second because yeah. it's yeah. like Tom Cruise is in this movie, Nick Cage is in this movie. Yeah, but it is like I said, it 
can you set up this free raising capacity for this movie where if there were people going into this movie, I feel like expecting the world. Mm-hmm. And the most interesting thing, and this will be my field of dialogue, I think the thing that I found most impressive about Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness is yes, well, they do dive into some crazy concepts, go out there and some ideas. Uh, obviously, the multiverse flow and all that. But they do do all that. This is a really self-contained story about Doctor Strange, kind of dealing with who he is as a person and learning to make uh, basically a human connection, something that he's been struggling to do all of his life duty free. That's what I found really impressive about this movie. It's a Doctor Strange movie through and through. What about you? Who's your um, Honestly, I was thinking about this and like, I'm thinking like, watching the movie again last night, mm-hmm. realizing how obviously long is the Purple Strange. Mm-hmm. Like, he took it from Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange just dusted it for five years. Going to take it for Exactly, exactly. Um, but I, I'm just thinking like, now that Wong is like obviously Wong is an important character, Doctor Strange is the first one. Um, but like I think that he's his character is way more important now that like he's this closer to bring mm-hmm. and he Doctor Strange is now giving him that, you know, all of his credit for it. Mm-hmm. Um I really think he's he's a way more important character than we realize. And even when Wanda dropped him off the cliff when she was trying to find the book. Mm-hmm. Um he obviously didn't die and then he came back and then now he's so I think I, I think Wong is way more important character than we think. And I think that he's gonna have a way bigger impact in the future. Mm-hmm. Um just because like you obviously see him as like one of those side characters in one of those older movies. Mm-hmm. And then now he's a little bit more important and now I think he's gonna because um, they I mean they could have easily chucked him off the cliff and he didn't survive. I you know? was wondering there were a few yeah. points in the movie where I'm like Like that. 
Um, because obviously with those scenes, you're like, nah, he's scared, he won't die. You know, like that's, yeah. that's not gonna happen. Because in, in Marvel movies, they don't really throw off main characters, and like, well, if they do, it's like a big dramatic thing, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie or something. But I think I'm gonna say yes and no, like I said, but because I feel like they should have like had it going a little longer. Because mm-hmm. we watched One Division beginning of last year, right? That came out. The 2021. Beginning of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we had Scarlet Witch for that show, the end of that show at least, mm-hmm. and then this movie, and then now, I don't know, she's presumably dead, obviously, for this version of her dead. So. Yeah, I don't think she's dead. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. They would have shown it. Exactly. No if you body. don't see the body, it's exactly. exactly. Yep. If you don't see the body, it's done. Yeah. So, I, I think, like, if she was really dead, then it was too quick. I think we got her for, like, half, like, a, a movie and a little bit of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, at the same time, um, we did get her as, you know, we got Scarlet Witch, which was insane. She showed off her power, so I'm going to say a little bit yes and no. I think I'm kind of in the same way. So let me just say, I don't necessarily like that they went the villain route with Wanda. That's true. I just, I, I liked her more as, like, kind of the hero that just has to kind of keep proving herself. Mm-hmm. And just, despite all the strategy, yeah. she still ends up doing the right thing, which I guess is ultimately kind of what happens at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. The reason it didn't bother me, though, is because I've read the comics, yeah. and I knew House of M mm-hmm. is a really big point, and, like, Wanda, you know, does end up just killing, basically, a ton of the MCU for yeah. Marvel characters yeah. and their issues. Like, so I think it was more of just, like, I knew that was going to happen, so it wasn't even, like, a, like, disappointed thing, where it's, like, personally, I don't think I would, that would have been the storyline I necessarily cared about seeing. But knowing that that was probably most likely going to be what happened, I kind of was just exactly going into the movie. I kind of went into the movie thinking, like, she's probably the big villain because we haven't seen the villain yet in this trailer. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was just like, it was good for me. And she pulled it off so excellently. The scene where there's one scene that's so creepy, and it's where she first goes back to Billy and Tommy's, their house, and she's possessing the other version of Wanda, and yeah. it's like cutting to her. And then if you see the eyes like change and she looks directly into the camera, like in like making eye contact with us, and it's just, just a quick fourth wall break. And I'm just like, yeah, that's pretty creepy. That is pretty there's some really creepy stuff she does in this movie, but and just like there's some emotional and devastating scenes. The scene at the end where she sees her kids scared of her, devastating. Like when she's playing with like Wanda. She's playing both Wanda and the Scarlet Witch and all that. It's just really well done. And she pulls off the villain aspect really well. You believe her as the most powerful woman who can oh just destroy the multiverse. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the scenes that like really stood out to me real quick was the one where she um she was like reaching through, like they were trying to cover all the puddles of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, she like reached through the they the do like the ring thing with yeah. her where she just like She's like cracking the mantle. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was that was when I was like, this movie's gonna get scary. Yeah. Like, the amount of jump scares and the amount of like, oh my gosh, it, it was it was good. She does that thing really early on in the movie where they do the evil villain monologue. Mm-hmm. Usually yeah. that can kind of come off as a little cliche at times. Yeah. The line where she's like, me sending these demons after her. That's me showing mercy. mercy yeah. Just like you're just like. Whoa. And like when she fully embraces the Scarlet Witch of herself, it's like pretty terrifying. Yeah. Like she's legitimately a pretty terrifying, convincing villain. It's pretty shocking to me that she's one of my 
probably favorite heroes in the MCU. And she also just in this movie alone, top five villains in the MCU. I, I put her right up there with Thanos, Killmonger, all of them. Like she, she really delivers in this movie in a way that I knew. Obviously, she was a really talented actress. Didn't know she could quite deliver in this fashion. Uh, so I was very impressed with her. Uh, Sam Raimi, uh, better fit than Scott Derrickson. So you like this movie more than you like the first Doctor Strange? I, I, I would say yes. I would say the first Doctor Strange really set up how like why everyone would love Doctor Strange, and the visuals in that movie were really good. I think they did more. The only thing I wish they had done more, they did they did do the mirror dimension really well when they trapped her in it, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously she had to crawl out. Um, the mirror dimension like made the first Doctor Strange it's the best like, sequence oh in the movie gosh, when you first go into it. Exactly, and they, they do it so many times. I uh, saw yeah. that movie first time in IMAX, oh, 3D. Yeah. So the mirror <laughs> dimension was like, I always remember seeing that movie, and I compare it to like seeing Avatar for the first time, which yeah. is like, 3D wise, I don't think you could have done a film better than that. Yeah. Oh, I wish I saw that. Oh, it looks so cool. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, that was one that I was just like, I totally agree with you. I. Here's the thing that I said in my first review of the film. I said Sam Raimi's direction is really noticeable. Yeah. Like, really noticeable in this film. And at the first time I watched it, I didn't like it. No, I don't know if I didn't like it, but I was like, this is kind of totally just a departure. It kind of just feels weird compared to everything else. Like, yeah. It's weird where it's like, this is so episodic or something that stands out. And it's, it's so blatant same time where it's just like what is this almost like yeah. it just feels so totally different second time i watched it though i liked it a lot more there's that one scene it was that one scene that i put out that i couldn't even talk about in my announcement review it's the scene that could have just been a dialogue dump for one of the characters to for a vision force character where it's just like him explaining how the uh is uh dream walking works where yeah. it's just like and you get this shot of this, like, it's Doctor Strange, and then it fades to Wanda, and then it fades back yeah. to uh, Brazil, and before, then it fades to Chavez, and it cuts back to, like, the time walking, right. and then back to Strange, the candles, all this. Like, just these weird fade in and out, all kind of focused around Wanda, and it ends with the line, like, you're not going to be facing demons, you'll be facing the Scarlet Witch, next to Danny Elfman's score the whole time going on. I was just like, First time I watched it, I was like, that is really noticeable direction. Like, it's really, like, blatantly in-your-face not subtle. Second time I watched it, I'm like, yeah, well, they have to explain dream walking. You explain it in a really visually interesting way, doing that. And I'm like, okay, I like it much more than I thought. And that was kind of my whole point upon rewatch. Did you find this when you rewatch it? First time I watched it, I'm like, this movie is really fast-paced. It's a little confusing. Second time I watched it, I'm like, okay, this, this story is actually pretty simple. Yeah. And it's paced pretty quickly, but it never feels like it's hard to follow. Yeah. That's what I felt the second time watching it. Yeah. The, the first time I watched it, I, I was literally sitting next to Rodney, too. And, like, right when the movie started, they were already running through the, uh, the citizen thing called. Oh. In the, in the, at the end or the middle of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were literally just started out running through it and, like, being chased by a demon. And I was like, oh my god, they're starting already. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like normally it's like, you know, Marvel will go and like seeing out blah, blah blah. But like literally just right off the bat they were running through the, the dimension. I was like, wow, this is going. Yeah, there's no waste of time. No waste of time. And it's only two hours, like a little it's bit. It's really hours. like 
I, if you don't say for the post-pregnancy, which yeah. after this first time seeing nope. it, I don't <laughs> typically say. Yeah. Uh, I, it's like an hour and 55 minutes. It's yeah. really quick. I was like, there was like a scene where we finally get into the multiverse. I'm like, wait a second. Strange is about to get knocked out because of the tea. Mm-hmm. And he's going to go to the Illuminati. Like, that's about to happen. Yeah. I'm only like an hour into this movie. Like, yeah. This movie feels like it's actually started to, we're getting to like the big part of this movie and we're wrapping up. And I'm just like, okay, like this movie isn't as like, I think the first time watching it, it's just so overwhelming and it's so fast paced and it doesn't really leave the second three. Yeah. It's kind of reminded me, and this is not in a negative way, uh, even though I talk about this movie in a negative way. Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, right? Where that movie just starts off and it is action packed from the beginning to the end. It's never boring. Yeah. That's kind of the same way I would describe this movie. It's never boring. I just think the story is much more satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's much easier to follow. Yeah. Uh, So that was the interesting thing, like I said, when we're watching this movie. I'm just like, wow, they're just scene to scene to scene. Like, there is not one scene that really doesn't have action in it. Yeah, for more than like two minutes. I agree. It's yeah. just boom, 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 boom. And if you like that, you know, it's movie. If you want a little bit slowed down, a little bit more like character-driven story, mm-hmm. it's not going to fully give you those moments. It's the character dynamics happen in the action. Yeah, and like you gotta embrace that for this movie. It's yeah. not gonna be for everybody. Yeah. Straight up, it's not gonna be for everybody. Uh, style. But I, I don't like that. I found it much easier the second time to follow along. Like the second time, I'm like, okay, this movie is just keep away from one. Yeah. And it's just like traveling through the multiverse. Yeah. There's not a ton of multiverse travel in the movie. Like, yeah. I think we really only go, we spend time really only in like three multiverses, I think. Yeah. Despite the fact that the first scene, which is an incredible scene, yeah. where they're going through every multiverse, yeah. You're just yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Like, just visually, that is astounding. Yeah, the animated one, the pink one, just all of it. You're just like, this is pretty incredible, dude. The animated one when they were playing that X Men theme when they were going through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's like crazy. Yeah, all of it just worked. Yeah. Here's the big question, and I texted yesterday that this might be a point of contention. Yeah, is John Krasinski well cast? Mister Fantastic. All right, so this is what I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking that. It, this has been speculating for what two years, maybe two, two, longer. Literally, yeah. I think he was first asked about it. Is it literally one around quiet place? Yeah, the yeah. First one, the first one. Okay. So what I'm thinking is because it's the multiverse madness, and because it's going to go into so many multiverses, so many different versions of every character. Um, I think this was a fan play out. I think this was everyone wanted this so badly, and he was down to do it that they decided to do this right off the jump. But when they make the Fantastic Four movie or show, whatever direction they go, it won't be him. Obviously, he's dead, technically. Oh, you don't think it's him? I See, here's the thing. I, I think, think it's him. You think it's him? Yeah, because we just yeah. saw him killed out in a multiverse. That but, like, true. we didn't see him killed out on, like, the MCU yeah. 6. I think, I think, it could be that it's either, it's either one or two things. It's, yeah. it's that, it's, it's either him, and he just died in a version of the multiverse, or um, this was a fan play out that they wanted, they, that, that every fan wanted, and they're just casting him to for, the the movie, for the for the exactly. And then when they make the movie or the show, then they recast all four of them. 
Okay, interesting. I totally thought differently. Right. I thought it was acknowledging, like, yeah, these are Instagram. They could, they could. I really Here's, here's what I heard, and I teased this while I was on air with Rosie last week, and then I decided not to say it in case that sounded dumb. Okay. I have heard for years now, because okay. I, have, I have someone working at Hollywood, who's mm-hmm. worked on the sets, who's done the MCU movies, knows people who've worked on it, right? all that, without revealing their names. That would be really yeah. stupid of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had told me John Krasinski was in this film. Really? They had told me point blank, like, you will see him as Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, that's really awesome. I then contacted them semi-recently within the past, since sometime in 2022, also. Okay. Asking them, are these rumors uh, valid? Like, like, you're saying they're valid. I'm hearing rumors that uh, like what's going on basically like because I heard that he wanted to direct the Fantastic Four was what I was hearing too all that stuff they told me and they I will say this one they could not confirm okay. they're just like this is like straight up it's probably only Feige and a few other people who had known right. they were hearing and the reason I'm reporting on this is because they did tell me something else really important they told me John Watts had exited the movie mm-hmm. that he wasn't going to be the director yeah. They told me this like about a month before the news actually broke That's crazy. that he wasn't going to be the director. Yeah. So at that point, I'm like, okay. And then I asked them just point blank, like, is that because John Krasinski is directing this movie? Mm-hmm. And they said, that's the general belief, but it's not actually like no. So I don't know if like what is known. Like, there's probably people, and again. My person's like kind of plugged in, but also like they just kind of work in the movie industry in general. So it's not like they're perfectly plugged in. So I don't report to me because they just don't know everything perfectly. And they're hearing based on other steps, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I did hear John Krasinski was going to be in this movie. And I've heard the general belief is John Watt stepped down and John Krasinski is planning to direct. I love that. I love that. Uh, here's the interesting thing. I don't know if I like it. You know, but you don't think so? I don't know yet. I, he's kind of, I said I had an issue with this film and it's the Illuminati scene. Mm-hmm. Like, just cut away everything seems pretty cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wanda killing the Illuminati. Really cool sequence. Really cool to see Charles Xavier back. Shocking to see Black Wolf back. <laughs> like, that was the thing that most shocked me. Yeah. All of that. Then I thought about it a little bit more and then I'm just like, uh, sometimes I do worry like is the most inspired casting kind of the most uninspired casting it's like oh yeah of course because he looks exactly like the comic books yeah straight up with the beard he looks straight up like he's pulled from Jonathan in his run then I'm just like okay but that doesn't necessarily make anything exciting and just because he looks it doesn't mean he should act yeah and I'm just like are, is this MCU is this kind of the studio head sometimes being like Oh yeah, we're gonna listen to the fans like literally yeah. like this is who we're cast. I it's the interesting thing with him where I just say like I'm not sure if I'm on board with also the fact that I only saw him on screen for like two minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's also hard for me to say he's a bad fantastic yeah. Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah, also yeah. hard for me to say he's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh I did have some issues with how they characterized him. He's supposed to be the smartest guy in the world. Yeah. And in this, it's just like he gets killed by telling Black Bolt 
telling him the black hole power. Yeah. He just kind of like his ideas to kind of just stretch and attack her. Yeah. There was nothing in it where I'm like, because if you read the comics, he's not only like the smartest person in the universe, his intelligence like crosses all the universes. Yeah. Like he, his powers are what makes him powerful. It's yeah. his mind. It's like it transcends all the universes, all the multiverses, all that. Like it is singular powers. Mm-hmm. His, yeah. his brain is cosmic. Yeah. So that was the one where I'm just like, oh, I'm not sure if you're selling me on the smartness of Reed Richards, which is kind of what I need to believe. So it's a hard point for me to just be like, oh yeah, this is the guy. Yeah. When I haven't seen that important element of it. With that said, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I like John Kaminsky a lot. So I'm just like, is it a little too on the nose? It might be. Yeah. It could be. I, I, I'm willing to see how it plays out, and I think we are going to see him back. I'd be pretty shocked if he's not. Are we yeah. Richards? And if he's not, he's 100% good. It's, it's it's like the movie. Oh, like it has to be one or one or two. I think he does both. I think, yeah. yeah, I, I, I think he does both. both. That'd be great. But yeah, this is that was the thing where I remember watching it, and that Illuminati kind of just has a few of those issues for me, where I'm just like I'm watching it, and I'm just like, this feels like setup. For a bunch of other things to come down the line, uh, and it's that's the interesting thing where I'm like, okay, I like the payoff. I also like a little confused on the payoff. Uh, so that's where it gets a little bit interesting for me, where I'm like, oh, that I don't like that. What do I feel about yeah. this total? Yeah. Uh, ultimately, it's the scene serves its purpose, which is they need to fight Wanda, and she kills them. Yeah, and that seems crazy violent. There. That was the thing that just shocked me the most for watching mm-hmm. it. I'm just like, yeah, she kills them in extreme violent fashion. Yeah, dude, the black hole, dude. That's the shocking show. The, the way his head looked and his eyes and the way it hit the floor, I was like, well. He looked. His brain just straight up and blows on it. So I'm just like, that's disgusting. Yeah. It's like, dang. But. Yeah, I was, that was the scene. I, I told you, I was just like, the fact that we saw Anson Mount back in this role. After his infamous run on the Inhumans, yeah. I thought if we put Black Bolt in the movies, he was being recast. I'm like, there's no way they're touching the Inhumans, like, even acknowledging the fact that that show existed ever. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna just forget about the show. Don't think about it. And they're like, no, they're like, he's he's Black Bolt. Yeah, I guess they really like him. Yeah, I yeah. I think he's actually a fairly good actor. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. like, he just kind of has to look the part. So yeah. He doesn't have to. Really? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so he looks at. I mean, I'm so glad in this version they actually gave him the black hole costume. Mm-hmm. It looks so much better than yeah. just being black. Yeah. Which is what he is in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was. Uh, so yeah, I like that. This film, like I said, that scene does rely pretty strongly on cameos. Of course, you get Lashana you know, Lynch back as Maria Rambo mm-hmm. as Captain Marvel. This mm-hmm. probably teasing what's going to come in Captain Marvel two, yeah. maybe Miss Marvel, all of that. Uh, but let's just focusing more on the movie because we actually have to hit a bunch of the points in the movie. Yeah. What is the scene that Michael Keaton has? Well, I mean, like from the jump, the when he went to the what was it the the scene where the um the two the two multiverses like collided and they were trying to get back and then they had to go find the Doctor Strange that was using Darkhold. Yes. And, that, that scene where they were fighting with the musical notes, dude, that scene was so crazy. It's and, a really cool scene. And, and like that's that's the scene where like 
if you do that wrong, it looks so dumb. Mm. But if you do it right, like they did, it looks incredible. Yeah, perfect yeah. sound and design and all that. Yeah. It's just like in theaters, it's pretty glaring. It's yeah. a really well done score from Danielle. So, there. so good. So that scene, like, like I was like, wow, this is going to be big. The action just, just kind of makes the, the visuals of the movie, too. Even though they don't dive into the mirror dimension as much as the first one, like, the visuals were so off the chart. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was just crazy to watch and look at and just be in. Yeah. yeah. I thought there was a little bit too much CGI monsters at times. Where it's yeah. just like, you have obviously the tentacle beast, the thing at the beginning, mm-hmm. stuff at the end. Like, it does get a little there. So at times, it can kind of feel weightless and it is like them fighting against the green screen. Yeah. Then there's other things where I'm like, it really works wonders anytime they're really in the multiverse. The zombie effect is. Mm-hmm. When he comes out as basically dead Doctor Strange, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. It's, it's really cool. It looks yeah. really creepy. It's full on Tim Raimi, like embracing the Evil Dead, like him mm-hmm. popping his hand out yeah. of like the grave, and there's just like big eyes and him like doing all the movements. Yeah. It's like that's so like over the top. There's even yeah. a scene where uh, when uh, Rachel McAdams is fighting the demons. Oh yeah, yeah, like. There's a scene where she's like being grabbing them like by the only camera. The camera's only like, yeah. you know, like that and like that's total like I never evil. seen that movie. It's that's an evil dead thing yeah. because like there's yeah. the scene for the zombies and it's just like kind of it's just the face like going in and out. Yeah, that was crazy. That's the rainy direction right there, so um, obviously like all that and that's what it was yeah, it really does give you a style. Mm-hmm. And when you're trying to go for a foreign movie aesthetic, it's strong to go with the guy who really helped you cement some of those horror uh, things. I put the scene for me where I'm just like, I realize I'm locked in on this movie, this is like something really special or they did something. Mm-hmm. It is the scene where Doctor Strange and Wanda are talking in the air oh, right yeah. before they she invades. Yeah. yeah, and it's that scene where she again, just to see that position, it's her delivery of it, yeah. where she's like talking the whole thing and he's really trying to calm her down and all of this, and she's she breaking it all down, like, and with the end of it, where she just says, and yet, with this all being said, I'm still showing mercy. And that's the scene where you're just like, this is about to go sideways so quick, because yeah. if this is her being reasonable, what's about to happen? What's about because, like, when that, that whole thing, she, like, I don't know what it is, but she's using her blaster through her hands. That's the only thing she does in the whole fight and all, like, the main, the main characters, obviously. But, like, when she's attacking her montage, like, it's just those bolts. And then she uses the one or two other things, but, like, like she could release them. Like, oh, my God. Like, her powers are so strong. Yeah. She could explode. It does it really feel yeah. she's the game. It really Which is the crazy thing about that, yeah. like. Just the way they visualize that, because you are watching and you are just like, yeah, they're not like joking when she says like, I could kill everybody. It's like you probably could. Like this, yeah. the fact that like even Wong and Strings are able to fend yeah. her off, it's because it doesn't feel like she really has any intention wanting to kill her. No, no. So it's just like yeah, she's just kind of yeah, stop them. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, oh my god, unleash. And then we see once she becomes unleashed, like yeah. Kind of the right. habit she's wrecked. And that's again her being unleashed in a way that's just like she's not fighting anyone that's really challenged her. I mean, that's the thing that's so impressive about that Illuminati scene. Where it's like she goes against Black Bolt, she just blows his head up. It's fantastic. She's, yeah. yeah. Pulls him <laughs> apart. But 
uh, even Xavier, which yeah. is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I think the I think the use of Xavier is really well. I liked how how it was talking about like I didn't fully like see Krasinski yet as Reed Richards because I didn't get to see the smartness, which is the key to that character. Yeah. That's the exact opposite with Xavier, and of course he's had like ten movies to practice exactly and know who Professor X is. Yeah. Because I do like the moment where he's like, yeah, let's like, I believe we can trust this Stephen Strange. Yeah, that was the best. Like, that's a really good moment. And then, like, him trying to save Wanda, going through his mind, her mind, all that. Those are good moments of characters characterizing exactly who Xavier is and what he does believe. And that he does believe people have the chance to grow yeah. and change. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, this one Strange we had is an issue. It wasn't an issue. That doesn't mean this Strange is that. Uh, case and like I said, where he just like he's in their head, she pulled his head off like not like crazy that yeah. she like tears his head off and snaps his neck in real time. You're just like, wow, <laughs> there's more power right there. Yeah, I wish the trailer didn't show. I really, I absolutely, I like you could have shown Captain Carter, yeah, and I would have been fine, yeah. Uh, you could have even teased the Monica Rambo just because. She was already one of it, not that shocking that she makes yeah. it this. Yeah. I really didn't want to tease on Xavier. I think they had to tease one of those three characters, but Fantastic Four, or I mean, Reed Richards, um, Black Bolt, or Xavier. Yeah. It was tied in a little bit more of the trailer that I need to see three. If but, you're right, it was some marketing technique. Yeah. You know, like, you need to get people excited for this movie. Yeah. And who's more exciting than just hearing the voice? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's part of because it's like obviously I didn't want that because I wanted that review. If yeah. it was the first time I had seen Xavier was hearing his voice and then seeing Roll in, we're also in my own yeah. When I heard his voice in the movie, I'm like, okay, it's obviously yeah. gonna be Xavier. You know, who's about to see me in this movie? Yeah. Like, and it's hard because Doctor Strange doesn't quite tell like Spider Man does, where Spider Man you're able to tease the villains, yeah. but you don't actually have to see Toby or. Andrew in the trailers. Yeah. This one, you're right. Like, we're reading, like, it probably did add, like, an extra 20 million the fact that we heard Xavier's yeah. voice. And even if we heard Don Krasinski's voice, like, let's say they chose to, like, TV Richards in the trailer, like, not a lot of people were Fantastic Four fans compared to X Men fans. Like, there's two, there's two X Men, okay, three, technically, X Men, sorry, Fantastic Four movies. Four. Four. One in the 90s and never oh, released. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Neither. Um, <laughs> But, and then just not an X Men movie they have, right? So then yeah. that is there's so many. That drives the whole X Men audience. In yeah, I, yeah, you're so, right. It was the correct thing to do more. I wish we really didn't see it. And, like, the thing is, like, Black Bolt is better. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it would have been really cool for us. Because, like, in Blood, like, we're, we're like, oh my god, we're bringing back a human actor Black Bolt. Like, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> like, who, who else could be in this movie? Yeah. Uh, there's stuff like that, and there there are clever like cameos throughout this movie. I really like that Ross Ross uh, Market is back voicing Ultron. Mm. He was in uh in What If, yeah, yeah. which I obviously he's kind of doing a James Spader impression to a degree, but I I can't yeah, hear the yeah. role. Uh, he's really good. Billy and Tommy are really good as the child actors. Uh, one of kids like they're really good. Uh. There are like some other films where it's just like interesting. And I I really like the actress film, uh Zochi Gomez, plays America and Gonzalez. Yeah. I think she's a really good character. Yeah. 
I didn't necessarily like the story around her. She kind of does just become at times either the damsel in distress, or she, and other times they like take the emotional beats of the Spider Man mm-hmm. character, and they're like, what if we kind of just gave her that relationship with Doctor Strange? Yeah. I wish there was a little bit more like characterization between the two. Like, I buy their yeah. relationship, but I'm like, I buy this relationship because I kind of bought the Spider Man relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that was that was one of my things going in where again I really liked the character. Yeah. I really liked the character. So I was maybe I thought the hands was well, I thought the powers were good. And the what she opens up about this is interesting. The this is where the nitpicking stuff starts happening and I see it online and I'm just like, maybe they don't think about it that much. Yeah. The line about dreams. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, that you seeing another version of the multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's so like you go back to every dream in the MCU where a character brings it up, like yeah. Tony Stark having a dream about him having her being pregnant, yeah, and all that. But yeah, it could be, and I yeah, all that. It's just like that's what it's just like. Maybe don't focus in on it on that much. Where it's like, oh yeah, dreams mean this, and then when you go back, it's like you hear about it. Not sure. It never like let's see, you see the first Captain America, first Avenger, mm-hmm. and you mentioned something about a dream. That's not it. He's like, oh yeah, that's the limited comments. Like, no, it's like, no, that's kind of a line to explain it. So we've gotten in this movie to explain that part of the story. There's aspects like that. I'm trying to think like some of the other big points that I really wanted to hit on this movie. I think one of the most interesting things in this movie is the implication uh of what happens, obviously, with Sinister Strange. Mm. Because the movie, again, it's one of these things where you're just like, where, where are we leaving this movie off? And correct me if I'm wrong, how I understood the ending is that since Doctor Strange used the Dark Hole, the Dark Hole extracted a heavy force. That's what I was going to say, too, is because um, when they were he was going to that whole space with the, the, uh, the undead, or I don't remember the name, but, um, yeah, the damn. The damn. Yeah, so the damn souls are like flying around him. They're like, this is going to come at a cost. Blah, blah, blah. Like, this is the book. And then the book gets destroyed because he uses that. Now, now that's different. Now his soul is cursed. So, yeah, that's how I, that's how I see it. Because the yeah. first time I'm like, oh, it's just like this sinister, strange kind of possessing, like, him. possessing him. But then I'm like, but she destroyed all the dark holes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she wouldn't be able to time walk unless right. something else is set up that we're, we'll learn about later. But no, I did uh, see that as the dark hole. I did see that the first time, but after watching the second That's time. That's all I felt. Yeah. second time where yeah. I'm like, okay, that's what it's supposed to be yeah. applying, that the dark hole to the pole. Yeah. That's what I see. And that's where I'm just like, wow. See, that's another thing with this movie. I, The first time you watch it, there's just going to be terms thrown around, mm-hmm. and you're not going to fully understand those terms. Yeah. The dark hole is one that I mean, I know it's mentioned in WandaVision, but they explore much more. Yeah. Uh, Dreamwalk is another one. Mm-hmm. I think it's called the Incursion, which is when two yeah. multiverse universes collapse in on each other, yeah. destroying either both or one, yeah. which is something that's in the Secret Wars. Uh, Jonathan Hickman's 2015 uh, Secret Wars issue, like the whole start off of that is yeah. an incursion happening. Yeah, yeah. So that's where it's like, okay. So there are turns in there, or like even when they're talking about like the book that that works as the antithesis for yeah. the dark hole. Yeah, 
it's a lot of these terms kind of being thrown at you. And you're like, kind of what's going on? Once you rewatch it again, it is really just like, okay, there's this thing that counteracts this thing. So they're trying to find it, but then when this doesn't work, they have to do this. Yeah. It is really kind of just as simple as like, yeah, they're like they are just terms. They're not as important maybe as they're like trying to believe. Like they obviously have their implications. Yeah. But it's not like something where it's like I don't feel like it's overarching as much as like, oh yeah, like the dark holds like for instance, like because I feel like we think this way because of stones. Mm -hmm. Like you're like, oh yeah, like that's the infinity stone. That's maybe the ten ring. Like, what's this dark hole? I don't think it has that level of implication. No, not. But it's still, it's big, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the stuff where I'm just like, I think rewatching the second time, that's where those questions kind of got answered, where I'm just like, okay, maybe I'm thinking too hard. Yeah. When really this movie is keep away American Chavez yeah. from Wanda. Yeah. It's the overall story about this. I'm trying to think if there's any other really big scenes that I really want to. I really like Frank McAdams and Strange's relationship oh, yeah. in this movie. Oh, yeah. I think it's much more fully realized in this movie than it is the first one. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just, I think we're learning much more about Strange. And in that piece, like, I like what we learn about Strange in this story. Like, the fact, like, he lost his sister. Yeah. And that's, like, kind of, he's Doctor Strange. Like, that is a part of him. And across all universes, that seems to be something significant. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. It's just one of the things that is that character. Yeah. You can't have a Stephen Strange without that moment. Yeah. So that stuff like that where I'm just like, okay, that's really well done. The moment where you're now seeing why the relationship couldn't work because of who Stephen Strange is and him admitting it. Yeah. Like, I have to be the one with the knife. Yeah. And then exactly. like, you know, apologizing for him. And then that last night he has with him where he's like, I love you in every universe. Mm -hmm. Really sweet moment. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. All that, like, I, I think that, that all really works. The one criticism I did say in my uh Spoiler review, and I, I'm gonna backfill on it a little bit because I don't believe it as much as I did the first time. Mm -hmm. I did feel like Doctor Strange got lost in his own movie at times, where it's like there's so much happening, yeah, that Doctor Strange kind of becomes a foil to explain like how what's going to happen next happens. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, we need him to do the portal thing, we need him to do this, we need him to use his powers to get us from here to there. Mm -hmm. And it's not that it's not there in this movie, it certainly is there at times. But it never feels as like fully present. I think if that makes sense. Yes. No, hundred percent. Fully agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's kind of my big points on this. So let's kind of wrap it up. Yeah. Just kind of go. Uh, favorite character. I don't know. I would. It's pretty hard. I think, like I was saying before, I think Wong's like mm. is in importance is rising in, mm. in the MCU. His importance is getting. Like, I feel like he's going to be one of those characters that is really important, but at the same time, like, um, maybe down the line, I'm not sure his story arc in the comics, um, maybe he, like, has a really dramatic death that, like, mm -hmm. saves everyone. And he's one of those characters who's, like, not really a main, but he's, like, the second main, mm -hmm. and he's, like, if he dies, it's like, oh, wow, like, yeah. this is going yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, it actually has consequences. So, I'd say, like, I mean, Wong in the movie is really good, but I, I just find just Scarlet Witch. It's so stuff. hard not it's, to say her. It's, it's just so hard not to choose her, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, favorite uh, scene? I think the musical note. Okay. Uh, I think that one's 
pretty. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. I think mine is the scene right after, okay. where it's him channeling the Darkhold, that was and like cool. him rising up the zombies, and then the dams like taking over, yeah, and just him like where she like control it, and you see him actually like take a hold of the dams, yeah, and then like the arms and everything like splitting off, and yeah. just like him being a zombified like. Doctor Strange, like mm-hmm. that scene is incredible. Him flying with the damn to the wings. Yeah, just end. all of it, and the visual yeah. effects of it, like just so creepy it's to look crazy. at. Like I really like that scene in particular. That yeah. was the scene where I watched it. Like this is the perfect immersion of Doctor Strange of the MCU mm-hmm. of the history and Sam Raimi, all those sensibilities yeah. coming together. Yeah, in a way that like the humor is there because it's like it's so over the top in that scene. Yeah, like I said the Rachel McAdams with the head, like with the yeah. spinning and yeah. all that. The Doctor Strange, like the huge eye expressions, where you're like, oh, like, yeah, yeah like, going through yeah. it, or his eyes opening, or then the cut of like inside his eyes, all of that. Yeah, like, all of that is just like wow. And so that's my favorite scene. Yeah. Uh, out of all the cameos that I said. Was there one that you were like, I kind of would have been cool. I would, like, don't mind that they're not in it. It would have been cool to see them. Um, I would have, I mean, we just finished Spider-Man in Home, but I think I would have been thrilled to see one of the Spider-Mans. Yeah. I think if it, was, if it was Toby, because Sam Raimi, yeah. I think that would be really cool. Um, But yeah, I, I would probably have to say Spider-Mans, but like a Tom Cruise, Iron Man, I think that was okay to leave out. I think that, yeah, was, I that was like, okay, cool, good rumor, you know, maybe, but, um, and I think, I think it was good that they only did one X-Men. I mean, I would have loved to see Magneto or even Wolverine, but I feel like, you know, Hugh Jackman's probably not coming back, and yeah. they would have to find someone perfect, and they're not going to show that one pushing or whatever, but, um, I, I was about to say probably either Andrew or Toby. I think that would have been great. Yeah. I, mine would have been Magneto. Yeah. Just yeah. due to the connection that that's supposedly her father. Yeah. Like in the comics and in the Fox universe, that's what it is. Right. Like, so in this case, it probably would have definitely needed to be Ian McKellen because Mike Fassbender is too young. And with Xavier already being there, played by Patrick Stewart, it just needs Ian McKellen. That would have been the one where I'm like, okay, that makes sense to the overall story. Uh, the one that I was surprised we didn't get it, I still would do the first time I watched the movie, I'm like, okay, the post credit scene is going to be, we're actually going to see, like, uh, Sue's form. Uh, it's going to be, and that's what I thought for sure. I'm like, they're going to tease it, they're going to, they have presented to you, they're going to tease it, you know, so they're fantastic for. Instead, we get Charlize Theron as Kate, which is, I don't know anything about that character. I like Charlize Theron a lot, so yeah. like, I'm sold on that idea. Yeah. But it's like, well, we're going to incur now in it. Uh, no, I'm trying to think. So yeah, that my my favorite scene was that my cameo that I look for is Magneto. Mm-hmm. And finally, last question: uh, We, what do you want to see next with Doctor Strange? Like Doctor Strange. Obviously, the, what we say will probably not happen. What right. do you want to see? I think like his direction of like, I think he's finally over. Which is weird to say he's finally over Rachel, or he's finally over his you know his love interest.
like really he's got the um look at this he's got the soul advance and then uh, I think his powers are like his powers are leveling up. Like he, he's doing a whole additional stuff which obviously I don't know if he has that big they don't jump like different names different personality or whatever but I think his powers have been growing and I feel like now that Scarlet Witch is maybe even dead in this universe, in this multiverse I think he's now the strongest Avenger, or one of the top three strongest Avengers. And I feel like he's, he's you know, he's going to get up there. He's maybe, if, if, are these, what do you think of Doctor Strange for I don't think it's announced, I'm sure. Okay, it probably will happen. It's probably Sam. Hopefully Sam. I think that'd be cool. But yeah, I want, I want another one, obviously. Yeah. I want the power to be explored, because you're right. I think, like, the scene where I'm like, this guy's the most powerful Avenger is yeah. when he just tried to kill the Thanos in Infinity War. They're just like, she's doing the carbon copies of himself. He's got yeah. like the whole tricks that he's pulling on it. Like all that. That's like the scene where I'm like, this guy is the guy in it. Uh, which is an interesting thing with Rings. It's just like, if they're going four or five again, they do it in this film, makes sense. That's true. I didn't necessarily like how Rings did the. Uh, powers have changed. Like, it, it does seem to make you know, like, yeah. it does seem to a very horror feel like a snake coming out of his hands. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. a scene where he likes to embarrass you. It's like, we're going to be a precious snake coming out. Just like, yeah. Like, this is nothing. Yeah. It's a little over the top. Yeah. It's so that I'm like, really like, like, it kind of depends on which direction. If you're going more of a traditional, he's the most powerful, and they're going to fight the. Chizella, the force gets her his Moto. Yeah. Remember his Moto? Not Moto. Oh, no, no. Uh, oh, sorry. He's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking on it. But it, it, he's the one that's in the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're going to bring Miles, I don't want to subscribe there to see that just to kind of see him. Yeah. But, like, there is a chance they bring Rainy. I don't know what they will do. Like I said, I just, you're right. The powers are the one I want to explore. And now that you're kind of believing that he now has some sort of effect of the Dark Lord. His powers are depending on who I'm talking Yeah, but I do want to say a little bit more focused on Strange. It's one like it is his film, but it's also like has to set up another thing. I do kind of want to see like this is a strange like movie, and there's ways they can do it. There's this comic book that I was reading called We Kill Doctor Strange, where basically Doctor Strange dies in one universe, so he possesses another strange um, in the yeah. multiverse to come back and like basically figure it out. It's basically like a strange That's war thriller. Cool. Like there's aspects of that but I think would be really cool. Right. That's kind of what I want to speak of. With that all said, any final thoughts on Strange in this version that is I think it was a great film and I totally agree with your you know your statement on like it wasn't really in order to be like a Doctor Strange movie. Like I think it was it was either you or uh, someone else that was saying like they could have easily like made this like four episodes at the end of one like they could have easily like made this movie mm-hmm. into like maybe three more three or four more episodes at the end of one division and then just had Doctor Strange come in and all this stuff mm-hmm. but like I I really think like focusing um it was really good it's just, like maybe more Doctor Strange itself which is funny because mm-hmm. what we have like four different versions of Doctor Strange maybe three so I think four yeah four five and all of them except our Doctor yeah so um but yeah. So I think um, just overall, like the visuals movie. Um, yeah, the visuals got you know, it just went off the charts. Um, and they had like a good amount of cameos, not too many, not too little. Um, even a surprise cameo in Black Bolt. Um, 
Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a great movie. I think um, obviously we talked about the marketing wise too. Resurrect. Um, get yeah. the action in that. Um, but yeah, I honestly just did a great film. I yeah, I've seen it twice. Yeah, I, I largely care this is for your review. Yeah. Uh, I do want them with with where Spider-Man and Doctor Strange go with some of the cameos in there. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to become the norm. Yeah. Like Thor: Love and Thunder. I don't need cameos. You need that for like all those. Like yeah. if we're when we're getting Captain Marvel two, like all that. Like just give me those stories. Like yeah. don't give me this every film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because at times, like I said, I didn't fully believe the organic nature of it, but I didn't like it. Like what they're setting up, they are clearly setting up. It kind of might end up being around where Age of Ultron is for me, where I really like Age of Ultron. In fact, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. And I defend that movie like crazy. I also understand the criticism where it's like a lot of Age of Ultron is just to set up future solvents in the MCU. And at times, I can fully understand if someone watches this film has the same. Feelings, but overall, like this movie, fell off on a bit. My review didn't change, but I'm still gonna pay out four stars yeah. after seeing it a second time. We'll probably see it again a third time in the year. Uh, but yeah, with that all said, that's my review, and now we're going to transition over to a segment of highlights of all of the great debate where we have questions prepared for each other. We're going to ask them of each other, and that will be how we wrap up the show. So, Tony, uh, are you all clear on the rules? Um, maybe for okay. we'll review. Okay, so basically, we prep the question. Okay. Uh, you'll give your question to me. I'll answer your question, and then if you have an answer for yours, uh, you can give what you thought your answer would be, and then right. I'll give you my question. Same way. Okay. That's all we the show. So, uh, do you want to go first? You go first. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, so my question for you was we now have, um, what we believe is probably going to be Reed Richards in the MCU. Yeah. Cast out the other three Ooh. with a Doctor Doom. With a Doctor Doom. With a Doctor Doom. Ooh, this is hard. I think I'm gonna say just because like there, I think I feel like there's so many people that they could they could pick for Reed Richards. Obviously, we were, we were gonna who we have. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm keeping Krasinski. Yeah, I think. I think um, have you seen Outer Banks? It's a TV show on Netflix. No, I have not. Um, there's a main actor in the movie. I think he's around 23, 24, 25. I think he fits the profile. Exactly. His name's Chase Stokes. Um, he fits the exact profile as Reed Richards. I think he would be great. He's got the face. He's got the um, the body build. Um, I think he would be really good um, at Human Torch. Hmm. Um, obviously, they bring back. Obviously, not Chris Evans, but. Um, I think that'd be great, like, if he sees that at one point or mm-hmm. something, if he mentioned it. Not, not mentioned it, but, like, um, just at some point. That'd be yeah, subtle so joke. Yeah, subtle so joke or something. Um, yeah, so I would have to say Chase Stokes. Um, you know, you can look him up, picture of him later mm-hmm. or whatever, but I think he's pretty cool. Um, next, I'd probably, just if we're on the John Krasinski, I'd probably just say Emily Blunt, just as, like, yeah. um, I have the same. Oh, you do? Okay. That's mine. That was mine for that's one of the ones. Um, yeah, I just, like, they're, I mean, they're married in real life, right? So I think that could easily work. You could direct, you know, he would direct and he would also star and she'd be in it too. Um, and then, um, gosh, I don't know who. Doctor yeah. Doom could just be any really good actor that is a, has a really good, like, um, villain voice, if that mm. makes sense. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of 
someone. Yeah, no, some of these are harder. I'm just getting there too. Like, who do I cast as who? Yeah. Where? I'm not sure. I feel like you could go someone that maybe, I don't know, Doctor Doom, but also for the um, last Fantastic Four movie. Which is the thing, which is kind of a hard one too. That's a hard one. I want to say, like, I kind of want to say someone that, that works well with. This Johnny Storms is who he coaches him, right? Yeah. Okay. So someone that works well with him, like that can bounce off like comedic value, like mm-hmm. in the first two Fantastic Fours. Um, I don't remember the other actor's name that played the thing, but oh, uh, and, yes, they were really good at bouncing off. Like, they they had the whole fun comedic thing. Um, so someone that can like rival with my actor choice of Chase Stokes, mm-hmm. someone that can like rival with him and like have that really good comedic like partnership, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure who that could be. Um, but I don't want it to be like fully like two sided because like right now you know, you have like Human Torch and the thing like having their thing and then you have Emily Blunt going through his seat, right? So yeah, it seems like there's two and two and they're just like one four. But I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so Doctor Doom definitely someone with a good villain voice yeah. and someone who's got a good face, like a good like serious face that mm-hmm. could rival. Um, I was thinking yeah. Matt Nicholson, but then he said Bill and I first Doctor Strange. The first person that popped up in my head was Matt Nicholson. Because I was like, I'm like, okay, Doctor, not Doctor, sorry, James Bond villain recently. Yeah. That's where my head instantly went. They're like, Javier Bardem's cool. But then I'm like, Nicholson, Nicholson. Yeah. And then I'm like, it's the person. You know who else would be, now that I'm thinking about it, mm, I don't know if his face or his profile, but um, I, I'm, I'm spacing on his name. The actor who plays Voldemort. Uh, yes, I think he. I mean, he's got a good villain. He he could have a good villain face. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, um, the age is the only thing. The age is the hard thing too, because I'm just like, yeah. crap. They have to kind of be it like 30, be, 40, like yeah, late thirties, yeah. early forties. But yeah, I think that's that could be a good, a good yeah. Vibe, but I have a few. So again, you hit it on the head. I think yeah. if Krasinski is Reed, yeah, it's just kind of assumed Emily yeah. Blunt. Is that uh, two storm? Yeah, like that just kind of seems like the way they're gonna do it. Yeah, for Johnny Storm, a human torch. I had an Alden Aaron. That's a good one. He's too. the good guy who played Solo. It still kind of looks like. Oh, it is he? Yeah, I would him because I'm like you do need that flyable like kind of attitude, yeah. and I think Solo gets a little maligned, and yeah. I think he's really good in the movie. He's just has to be compared to Han Solo. Yeah. So that's what I'm like. I think he brings that energy and style that I'm looking for. Uh, the thing was one that I kind of didn't know how to do because it's such a voice, the voice actor. It really is, So it's yeah. just like, because then I'm like, okay, Clancy Brown makes sense. And yeah. then I'm like, but he's also like too old to play him when he's Johnny. So like, mm-hmm. I, well, not Johnny, when he's the thing before he becomes it. So that was the one where I'm just like, how do we deal with that yeah. balance? So I think it is ultimately, you kind of have to go someone more voice actor style. I was trying to think of anybody who could do it, uh, and I really didn't know who the guy was. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why I was like, the thing with yeah. him, like, the thing was the one that was most possible, so I just, I ended up just going someone that had the voice, Yeah, and like, yeah. I think he's a former football player in the in the comics, Yeah, so I needed someone like that, because he's big, that yeah, kind of matches okay. up with that. So I sent Harry Priest, just, I think the voice is there. I don't necessarily even know if I like that casting. I have a feeling. Yeah. Thought, think more about it. I could have done a little bit better. Yeah. But I, for a villain, we're just, just going to put Terry Crews. I definitely like 
the bald aspect. Like the actor has to be bald because then yeah. obviously he's really just rocks. Agreed. So I think the whole bald, like when they did, they nailed that on the top of the first two. Yeah. But that's what I'm looking was. around. I'm like, is there anyone else that can just think of real quickly? Yeah. Now, Doctor Doom, again, a hard one. I wanted to see someone play a villain. I wanted to see him play a villain. He played a villain in a DC movie and he's good in it, but the movie's a mess. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, okay, who would. One pair well with these actors their age and all that. Yeah, yeah. On Pedro Pascal. I did. I like I like him as an actor Tom. Yeah. I think he can do even more menacing. Doctor Doom is supposed to be more of a foreigner because he has his own country. Yeah. All of that. But that's where I'm just like I guess the accident, like I think there's a part of me that believes like one, I believe him and Krasinski could be friends. Yeah. That's because that's an important thing. You're supposed to build believe that they had a kinship at one point yeah. in a friendship. Yeah. So I think that's there. And I think he could pull off the menace and intelligence really well. So I did go Pascal. Yeah. Kind of close it off. So that's that's your uh, that's my question. So sir, what is your question? I would say my question, kind of stepping off of um, you know, next movie slash show, next something that they could be teasing. Uh-huh. Um I haven't heard any rumors. I haven't heard any teases. Um, but I kind of want to hear what you're thinking because this wasn't like thought about mm-hmm. until this movie came out. Do you think that they remake or continue or do something to like bring back the Inhumans? Do you think that they remake the show? Do you think they make a movie? Do you think they they'll try and delete as much as they can from that show and they try and remake something? So or, I start watching the Inhumans after yeah, this movie. Yeah. Because I'm like, maybe I should just refresh on it. I've never seen the show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the hell you do. Yeah. I know. Because like, yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I I told you, the biggest thing I was surprised about was the fact that Marvel acknowledged the Inhumans. They acknowledged Like the TV show existed and didn't just try to write that off. Like they're trying, like it seems like they might be trying to do with Iron Man. With that said, I'm just like, I don't know, man. Uh, I think I think it's a tease. Mm-hmm. I definitely think it's a tease for more to come. I think that actor's become a little bit more well regarded. He's in Star Trek now. Yeah. He's the oh, yeah. captain in Star the new Star Trek show. Uh so like in that case it's like, yeah, it makes sense. He's yeah. a little bit more well liked. They're going the comic accurate, like round with him. Like Feige wasn't someone who, from my understanding, was particularly involved with the TV show. Mm. Now it seems like he would probably be. Yeah. I think that's the interesting thing about it. Originally, uh, Dean Humans was supposed to be a movie. And when they announced Phase 2, it was supposed to take place, I think, right after Avengers Age of Ultron. All the way back to Phase 2, yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to be like 2016, That's I think. Crazy. 2016, 2017. It was supposed to be before Black Panther. I remember the huge announcement uh, like he made in like 2014, 2015. Yeah. And they have like the Inhumans and it was supposed to be a movie. Then they shifted it to a TV show and yeah. what happens if the okay. TV show happens. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like Feige wants a movie out of it mm-hmm. more than he wants a TV show out of it. I probably agree. So I think we're going to see the Inhumans, and that's the interesting thing. Do you give them a movie? Do you give them just a supporting role in yeah. a thing? I think they're going to basically kind of retcon the show for the most part. Yeah. Because I don't think you can cast one of those yeah. actors as the Inhumans again. Yeah. I think the only good one is probably Black. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like the main girl, but she's also a little hit and miss. Yeah. The wig on her, she's terrible. So yeah. that's also hard to work itself. 
so I think we're gonna get the human movie. Yeah. Is my guess with yeah. him. I think he is the consistent in it. I do agree that he is the consistent. Oh, I agree. I don't know though. Like I really don't know. I don't, I don't think it's a one off. That's what I'll say. Yeah. The one thing I'm pretty positive is that Black Hood cameo is not a one off. I totally agree. Yep. What it means though, I do not know. I mean, they could even just try just kind of like they exist and like be there and like X-Men. Yeah, something, something like something. that. I feel like like bringing that actor back is like one of two things. Like they could be bringing it back just because it's another character that someone would know. Like, oh no, he's in the Inhuman show, even if that was a bad show. Like you're still like, oh my god, I know who that is. Because if they had brought back Blackpool with a different actor that no one had seen before, it would have been like, Ugh, yeah, and like, what's what are we doing with it? Exactly. You you could do that, um, or like if you're bringing back the same actor slash, um, well, that's the same actor from the show. Yeah. Um, to tease yeah. that they're either making a movie with him, or maybe they're just acknowledging it and that he's going to be in other movies. Maybe just him, or maybe like I was going to say. Maybe in like a movie or show, he can tell us that like he, this is his family and this is his whatever, but he really can't talk. So that's an issue. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's gonna be in it. Yeah, I think he's gonna. We're gonna get a movie. Yeah, because that's like I said, why he wanted the movie originally. And then yeah. they changed the plans to a TV show that was run by. Uh, I think his name's Perlman. Uh, he's yeah. the guy who run the uh, who ran the TV things, and they didn't. Feige and him didn't agree. So yeah, that kind of had an issue. So I think Boy. Feige's decision. Is that it's a movie? So that would be my guess. To him. I'm not sure. I really don't know. Like, this could have been the last time we see Black Hole in a movie. I wouldn't bet against that either. Yeah. If someone like told me, like, oh yeah, that's the last time you see Black Hole, I wouldn't be like, that's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> but Reed Richard, obviously, there's one of the other movies coming out too. There's no way you don't play off of what's going to happen. That's a big character. I mean, that's a key character in Shades of Truth. It's like, Arguably, that's maybe the biggest like reveal they've had of a character joining the MCU. Yeah, period. Because otherwise, Spider-Man they tease him at the end of Ant-Man, but we don't see him. Uh, but, and like we know he's coming in Captain America: Civil War when we saw that movie, we knew he was coming. Yeah, this one is straight up. Same with Captain Marvel. We knew Captain Marvel would see Infinity War. We don't see her pulling around actually. Just you know, movie. This one it's like, no, like we see Mister Fantastic in this movie, and that's like we. Addition of Reed Richards has huge implications for not only uh, Universe 616, but the multiverse as well. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's kind of my thought for it. Yeah. Uh, with that all said, thank you for joining me today on the show. We really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Spoiler Review of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. My name is Ben uh, from France and myself. Thank you for checking in. Thank you for watching this show. Make sure to follow the Metaverse on YouTube, uh, Instagram, all of that. And check me out because I'll be having some more reviews coming out soon, as well as some articles coming out soon for High Bell Magazine. Thank you guys for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.